0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Cricket Ultras, and it's Arun Sudhaman, and joining me, as always, from Shanghai is, are you the the Ravi Shastri to my Virat Kohli? Is that how this works,
1: or is it the other uh, way around? Am I your yes man? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Darren Uh, Burns. uh, Hi, hi everyone. Um, Yeah, welcome to the show, and uh, yeah, interesting comments this, this week, and a lot of back and forth at a press conference about whether Ravi Shastri is... Indeed, Mr. is yes man, and it wasn't very clear from that press conference if he was or not um. <laughs> yeah it's it's a, it's
0: so strange it's, it kind of reminds you what weird um situations press conferences are because you know this this idea of is Ravi Shastri just a coach that indulges Coley and doesn't challenge him and is that good for Indian cricket is a really valid question, but somehow in the press conference, it got reduced to is Ravi Shastri your yes man? And then it just looks like a really
1: dumb question. Yeah, yeah. it's a bigger discussion of the role of the coach, isn't it? And I think everyone's having that discussion at the moment, whether it's in Australia or uh, or the UK or England or any, many places, right?
0: Or, or New Zealand with Mike Hessen. It's a really big discussion there as well.
1: Are you sure it's a big discussion there? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, it was interesting. But yeah, I mean, press conferences are weirdly, you know, weird kind of setups to have a discussion, aren't they? But I think the bigger question is, is it working? Uh, and you'd have to say they're doing okay, right?
0: Well, they're doing okay. I think if it was really working, they would have won an overseas series by now. Um, but Virat Kohli really went off, didn't he? He said, uh, he said it was most bizarre to, to suggest that Ravi Shastri is a yes man.
1: He's so combative, that, isn't he? Isn't yeah, he? You know? <laughs> Whenever there's a question, it's, he just jumps into the, um, the questioner. Yeah, he needs to straight, he needs to leave a few outside the off stump. He needs to chill out. Yeah, he just, he gets really like feisty. He, so he's he's basically an interviewer's dream. Well, when he give, he doesn't give one, you know, he re, he rarely gives one on one. So you can only really
0: get him in a press conference. Um and then, you know, he gets a lot I mean, to be fair to him, he does get a lot of dumb questions. I hate to say it. You know, he gets a lot just,
1: of... He just handles so much stress for it, collie. He he handles a lot of pressure and he seems to handle it well so far. It um, seems to thrive off it. He seems to, yeah. It seems it seems to be. He's like his energy. He's, you know, his. fuel. Yeah, it's not
0: affecting his batting. It's it's improving his batting. But back to the the Shastri question. I thought his his comments were interesting. Um, no, he didn't. He didn't really talk about Kohli, but he made some comments about how uh, the time for chopping and changing is over. So chopping changing
1: over. Another great Ravi Shastri one liner.
0: Now now they've got their. Players and they're just going to play them until the World Cup. Yeah, a lot of inanity spouted at press conferences. But we'll, we'll, we can talk about India-Australia later on. Shall we start with the Women's World T20?
1: We should. Um, okay, so uh, over in the West Indies, there been some interesting matches. Much to your chagrin, I guess, West Indies just got up over England in the last over to seal first place in their pool. And of course, they'll play the hapless Australia on Friday, our time.
0: Yeah, Australia not having a, the, the best of tournaments, but they're still in the semis.
1: And there's, there's a question mark about some of the, uh, one of the Australian players in particularly, um, Alyssa Healy, she might, not, she might be out of the next game. She got a concussion in the last game by running into a field, another fielder, a fellow player, and then smashing into the turf. She looked a bit groggy after that. So had a concussion, but hopefully if she's all right, she's, um, she's a key player for Australia. I think she's averaging 60-plus 60, 60 in, in T20s, which is phenomenal. Those are, those are awful, those collisions. You've had a few in your time, haven't you? <laughs> Only with the ball. I can <laughs> Only with the ball. <laughs> Not with other
0: players. So I think both the semi-finals are on Friday, uh, West Indies, Australia, and then I don't know if, well, West Indies are the champions, so that is a big match. And Then the other one is, is a repeat of the 50-over um, World Cup final, England-India, uh, which brings, I guess, the best batsman in the world up against the best bowler. On the Indian side, you have Harman Preet Coward, who's been, you know, she's, she, when she gets going, it's really something else. She had A huge century against Australia. Uh, and then England, of course, have Anya Shrubso.
1: Whooping the ball around corners.
0: Yeah, classic English green-top bully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, she really swings the ball a long way. And she she gets a late swing. So listeners, if you haven't checked any of the T20 World Cup out, you should go and watch it. It's pretty amazing.
0: You should, yeah. I I watched some of it the other day. I was watching um, the Indian spin bowler, Poonam Yadav, who's taken 20 wickets in this tournament. So I think she's the leading wicket-taker in the tournament. She's actually the leading wicket-taker in world T20s across all formats and all genders. Um, So I think number two is, is, if I'm not mistaken, number two is Shadab Khan, and number three is Jasprit Bumrah. Uh, so she's kind of emerged. She's um, she's four foot eight, so she's kind of like a pint sized magician.
1: Are you making that up, or that's how tall she is?
0: How tall she is? Um, she's definitely under five foot. Yeah, I don't know if it's four foot eight, four Too foot random. ten. I mean, yeah. whatever. That's interesting. Yeah, no, but she's um, she's doing well. I guess these these pictures are, are helping her. I think that will be that's a really evenly matched game. Um, but of course, I would not discount either the West Indies or Australia either.
1: I think Australia have the form on West Indies. They, they lost the last match, but I think they've won four on the row before that. So, but, but yeah, it's anyone's uh, game. I think it should be quite exciting. A little bit
0: closer to where we are located. England won their first series in Sri Lanka since 2001. Yeah. Darren, what happened?
1: Well, I, I, did, I did call it. I think you were very skeptical. I, I think was, it's, yeah. it's the story of the spinners and the sweepers. Mm. It really is. There was a lot of sweeping going on from the English batsmen. Uh, Some of them fell that way, but they were determined to play the spinning ball and sweep it away and get the scoreboard ticking over. That was the key. And then I thought the spinners spinners were obviously key. Um, Jack Leach and Moen Alley, and to a lesser degree, probably um, the leg spin bowler. Um, who's your favourite favourite player? I do believe should be in the team. Adil Rashid, <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> he bowled all right, actually. I thought I was watching him. Yeah, he was bowling all right. He, you, you yeah. always sledge Adil Rashid, but I think he's quite good and he, he does his part, right? So, so if you have three decent spin bowlers um, bowling well in tandem, it's quite it's quite a nice combination. You've got a left arm spinner, yeah. you've got a right arm right arm off spinner, you've got the leg spinner. So it's a lot of bag, lot of variety there. So. And you've also got a you know fast bowler holding up one end. So it's, it's quite a nice looking attack. I thought the batsman did quite well as well. Well, I think um, Joe Root
0: deserves a huge amount of credit. His century in the second innings. And I thought the second test victory for England was really impressive because it, it was the kind of game they would have lost um, last year or a couple of years ago. They were, It looked like Sri Lanka were going to prevail. Uh, but then Root turned things around with, with the century. And Quite an aggressive century, 124 of 146 balls in a second innings. Joe Root has has kind of flattered to de- deceive over the past 18 months. Um, he really came through here, supported um, extremely well by by uh, Ben Folkes, who, who batted I thought very responsibly for his 65 not out. And and as you said, the spinners. I think the the fact that they were able to play three spinners meant that it was almost like the sum of the parts was. Sorry, the hole was greater than the sun, or the sun was greater than the hole. I can never figure that one out. But the three of them together was, were, was better than if you were to look at them in individually. Yes. And they, they bowled better than Sri Lanka.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a super well-balanced team. Yeah, and I think, I think you know, the Sri Lankans looked a bit, perhaps a bit out of sorts. Yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. I, I think... You know, it's the th- third test is coming up. It could be, I mean, it's probably going to be a sweep from, from England, you'd think, on the back of this performance.
0: Yeah, Sri Lanka have problems. I mean, Dun & Jaya bowled well, but his action is under scrutiny. Um, the other thing that really helps England, and we've talked about this many times, but when you have uh, Ben Stokes and Moin Ali in your team, two players who are genuine all-rounders, it just gives you so many options. And then you have... Uh, folks who both kept really well and batted really well, um, it, it really relieves the pressure on, you know, some of the other players in the team.
1: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, I'm not even sure Jimmy Anderson will play the next test. I mean, you've got, you've got um, Stokes in the team and Sam Curran. It really bolsters up the batting. So why wouldn't you bring in perhaps another spinner or another batsman? I, I don't, there's there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a theory that Bearstone might come back into that lineup as well. Um, you don't need you don't need Anderson in the attack if it's going to be the same wicket as it was uh, in Candy you really don't need him but um, it might be an option if the wicket's a bit seamy which, which is doubtful have we talked about Sam Curran again I mean again he kind of came to the rescue didn't he in the first innings in the first innings yeah he bailed them out with Butler as well so you know it's it's a really good looking you know he's got to go up the order you think at some stage batting at number 8 or number 9 it seems to be quite low for him but let's see yeah it's a good looking attack and and you know, it's just a bizarre thing uh, in this series where you have their most damaging spin bowler um, only playing the first test, which I still don't really understand why herath, herath is doing that. Um, is it because he's
0: from? Is that his I don't home know. ground? Why don't you just play Goal? the series, I
1: don't, right? I mean, just yeah. play the series, and then I don't know. It's very strange
0: maybe because he works at a bank doesn't he or
1: yeah maybe his bank wouldn't give him the, t- the time off or... yeah maybe he couldn't maybe there was a,
0: an important transaction <laughs> they,
1: they, they couldn't swing it going through are yeah you, are you alluding to the acu <laughs> no. very good we'll segue. We get to that that was a very good segue there almost
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so transaction oh <laughs> wow I, we, we should we, i'd hasten to add there are never been any any questions about ranga
1: hera there it seems never to be been a, any questions
0: all round, all round, great bloke but Pakistan, even by the standards of Pakistani cricket, a collapse which was really up there. Uh, Possibly their greatest ever collapse, some some might suggest. Cruising to victory against New Zealand in the first test in Abu Dhabi, they needed uh, 176 to win. I think they went in to lunch, just three down for 129 or 130 even and um then proceeded to lose uh, their last seven wickets for uh, forty one runs uh, and some hair brained batting really hair brained hassan ali in particular, i thought a really ambitious uh attempt to hit a six yeah you know out out of the stadium when they were uh, what nine down at that point
1: yeah I think you had um you know one not you had re- you know Azar ali batting really well and and somebody just needed to stay with him. And there's, I think, there were four ducks in a row. Or, well, sorry, towards the bottom there were three ducks in a three. I mean, a lot of glory shots in there. I mean, Bilal Sif missed the ball by about a meter, um, going for a big slog. So, and the commentary was saying, "What a what a great ball!" I think they were just pretty much straight straight off spinners at the stumps and just just missing them. It was kind of a bizarre procession. I mean, I, it looked like they panicked. They were sort of cruising, as you said, at 1:30 for for three. Um, but you never know, and you know, late in the test match, and the ball's turning a bit, people can panic. What I really enjoyed was watching Mickey Arthur's face. Um, his he, he was quite <laughs> animated, as he was against Australia. I remember one morning in the test against Australia, they'd lost about five wickets before lunch, and he's just every time his head went into his hands, he rolled his <laughs> eyes. He he was he was an anguished man. I, I think being the coach of Pakistan is both a great high and a great low at the same time. You know. It's a roller yeah. coaster ride every day, you know. I, I was reading a stat this morning where, you know, Pakistan have won twelve T Twenty series on the bounce, which is just incredible. I mean, T Twenties are hard to win, you know, in a, a, get a get a string of those together, and they've done that. So he's obviously been over the moon with that. But then the test performances go up and down like a yo yo, don't they?
0: Yeah, it's it's not for the faint of heart being um, Pakistan coach. Great run out, I thought. Baba Azam's run out was was hilarious. Um, I actually thought Azar Ali, I mean, he got 65, but he he also really wilted. You could tell the pressure was getting to him. Uh, He didn't farm the strike. And what would you say about this player from New Zealand who goes by the name of Ajaz Patel, uh, who apparently took five wickets uh, in the second innings on his debut for New Zealand? I did not even notice that he'd taken five wickets. I think you pointed it out to me. Um, but quite, quite an impressive performance for him, a 30-year-old making his debut.
1: Yeah, very impressive. I mean...
0: Where's he been hiding?
1: I don't know. I mean, he, he was, he's very Kiwi. They interviewed him after the, um, after the game, and Ramiz Raja asked, asked if he wanted to speak in Hindi <laughs> or speak in English, and he said, I'll go with English, please, mate. Um, very humble, typical Kiwi guy, very humble, seemed to be quite laid back. Um, I, I don't know where he's been. I don't even know if he's played any first-class cricket before, but I guess he has. He um, has, yeah, yeah, he has, he has. You know who I was impressed with? I was, like, what? I was I was impressed again with Neil Wagner. Um, Wagner. Wagner, yeah. yes. He, he. I don't know if you watched any of his spell, but he was bowling really short at the body, and then he'd throw one up outside off stump. He's a left-arm bowler, but he really threw everything into it. He was quite impressive and actually cracked a few wickets open um, in the session there. He was very impressive, I thought.
0: Yeah, and I thought... Um... The other member of New Zealand's new spin twins, <laughs> Ish Sodi, once again
1: bowled really well. And he's, you know, obviously one of our favourite players, Ish Sodhi. Yeah, he is. He bowled a few sodas too, though. Um, he did. Yeah. But, but I think Yassir Shah looked in pretty good form too. I, I think during the Australian uh, series, he didn't look that good, but he took a five for, I think, in the first innings. Uh, he looked like he was back to his best as well. So they have another match coming up, is that right? They're
0: going to play another test i assume
1: you sound like you don't really care i I think they are (laughs) yeah no it's just i would
0: say i would put money on so they got two more tests i put money on pakistan winning the next one
1: Mm.
0: by a landslide
1: you mean if you're a gambling man which you're not of course
0: i I would never gamble on the pakistani team i think there 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 are there are other
1: people that do that a lot better than me some Mm. of them possibly players Mm. okay (laughs) let's move on from that um but, but I did like um, Danny Denny Morrison's comment. He said, holy Shamali! what a test match. That was his comment from Danny Morrison. Holy Shamali." Mm. Kind of restrained for him. And he wasn't in the bar like he is during the Caribbean <laughs> Premier League. He commentates from the bar, which is just the, the strangest thing you've ever seen. Could, could be a challenge in Abu Dhabi. Um, <laughs> it could be.
0: Possibly. Right, India, Australia. Um, Australia, India even gets underway uh, later today. Um, probably will have already finished by the time many people listen to this, the first T20s at the Gabba, is that right?
1: That is correct, you're right. My old stomping ground. Yeah, big ground. Yeah, it's a very interesting tour, isn't it? I mean, they're playing a series of three T20s first, then the Test series, then an ODI series. It's kind of a strange way to do it. And and of course, as you know, South Africa just played, you know, three one-day games against Australia, then a T20. Um, which Australia lost, by the way. So not going into the summer in very good um, form, necessarily, although I thought the one-day series against South Africa was quite close. Um, we, Australia lost comprehensively in the first. They won the second with a good fight back, and they were in the they game. Did. And that they was in, an amazing match, that yeah, second one. It, it was really good cricket, wasn't it? And, um, and in the third, third, they weren't far away. I mean, there was a big partnership between David Miller and Faf Duplessis of 250 runs. And they probably put yeah. down a few catches there. And if they'd sort of held that in check, they would have got there. I think they're about 290 in the end. So pretty close game. So they weren't far away. The T20 on the Gold Coast was reduced to 10 overs a team. You know, they lost that. I mean, 10 overs a side, it's pretty, pretty slap and tickle, isn't it? So let's Just see against this. Yeah, it really is. So let's see against the Indian side. So the Indians would be feeling confident. I wonder if they're feeling a bit overconfident, um, which might be a challenge for them.
0: Yeah, well, if if Ravi Shastri has anything to do with it, they probably are feeling (laughs) Um, overconfident.
1: You mean, (laughs) you're just telling them how great they are, how great they are, and you're really great boys, and saying yes to everything. Yeah, chopping, changing, over.
0: Um, I think people are just kind of thinking India will turn up and win. I'm I'm not sure why, because, you know, in T20 cricket, it only takes one or two batsmen to go off. Um, The problem is, I think Australia's batting. I think even the, the Australian captain, Aaron Finch, Called the batting one-dimensional. Uh, many of them haven't played against Jasprit Bumrah, who's quite a tricky customer. If you haven't batted much against him, um, and I think Aaron Finch also said curiously, people forget that we play T Twenty cricket, which is interesting because I mean
1: I, I have not forgotten that. Yeah, I didn't know. Maybe what, he has. <laughs> I didn't know what he meant by that. Um, <laughs> So, so one thing I would highlight, that at the Gabba, Chris Lynn is an absolute machine. I, I went to a Big Bash game and see, saw him score 100 off, but he was clearing the stadium with great regularity because the ball comes onto the back quite quickly at um, the Gabba, so it can also disappear pretty far.
0: Yeah, it's strange. There's some suggestion that India are going to play three spin bowlers. I don't know how you feel about that at the Gabba. So who would they, I think they think they can they can <laughs> choke. They're going to play, um, well, if they play three, it would be um, Kuldeep Yadav, Yuzvendra Chahal, and... Um,
1: the all-rounder, Krunal Pandya, the lesser Pandya. Yeah, Krunal, the lesser Pandya. And yeah. I think Chahal has said that he can beat everybody at chess in the Indian cricket team, which is very useful information. But not Ravi Shastri, surely. Probably not Ravi Shastri. No, he's a yes-man, so he would definitely beat him. He, he would let him win. Um, to yeah, but Ravi Shastri's chess selection is the greatest of all time. <laughs> anyway, back back to the um, bowling. And, you've, of course, you've got Bhuvaneshwar Kumar and Jasprit Bumro as well. Um, probably open the bowling. So it's, it's, it's a very good lineup, I think. And, you know, the batting with Rohit, of course, and Kohli, it's a very good batting lineup. Um, so India looked the goods on paper. But Australia in Australia, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah, there's there's an opportunity for Australia if they can, if they can get contributions from everyone. The thing with India is that, that their best players are really good, as you've mentioned, those two bowlers, those two batsmen. But beyond that, they have some weaknesses, especially in that middle order where they're playing Rishabh Pant and mm. Dinesh Karthik. Yeah. Um, so, a couple of question marks. There's no Hardik Pandya as well.
1: That's right, he's, he's injured.
0: Yeah, he's injured. The, the, the best news of all for India though, of course, is that uh, there will be no return for David Warner, uh, Steve Smith or Cameron Bancroft in this Correct. series. Um, so tell us about that. There was, a, I think, a push to get their bans rescinded or at least uh, reduced.
1: Yeah, so the, the, the Australian Cricket the Players Union basically was trying to push them to reduce the bans. And their objectives was to get them really into first-class cricket, so get them into the Sheffield Shield big bash for the rest of the season. Um, those bans have been upheld, so they won't be overturned. But I have noticed, um, you know, so that's that's people expected that, I suppose. People were hoping that might be overturned, but, you know, can they do an about-face now? I mean, I think there's too much at stake, so the bans will stay. But I did notice that um, the IPL teams have both reinstated Warner and Smith For the upcoming IPL season, which will be a great warm-up to the World Cup, so they're back in the IPL, um, which is interesting, but not back in first-class cricket for a while.
0: Were you surprised that they didn't reduce the bans? It seemed to me like, um, yeah, it seemed like the public didn't seem to to
1: agree that bans should be reduced. Yeah, I I think I think you know the bans are in place. I think people have accepted them. It, It would have been a quite great surprise to me if they'd overturned them. Interesting to watch
0: how quickly India. Um, acclimatizers because I, I think um, playing on these big Australian grounds is, is a is a completely different challenge. Luckily most of these Indians have been on at least one tour of Australia
1: now. And- yeah, they've tend to um, do the old pick and stick haven't they? They've stuck with this team for a while and they've they've toured Australia so you'd think they'd learn from the tour last time to England this year um, and to South Africa too, they did okay in South Africa, they were beaten but they did, they did okay in patches so Let's see how they do. I mean, they've got a great chance to sweep all these series, right? The T20, the tests, and the ODIs, and they've never won a test series in Australia. To be honest, and never been close. Um, and this is really their best chance to go close. They were close in um,
0: 2004, right? Steve Waugh's farewell tour when it was one all. They drew that one.
1: Close, they were. Yeah, true. I suppose that's the closest they've ever got.
0: Um, every other t- every other series, you're right. It's I've got a short memory, around very comfortable.
1: Yeah. Well. You and Ravi Shastri, both of you. <laughs> There's going to be a good crowd at these, at these matches, too. So um, good. Um, the Indian contingent will get out as well as the Australian contingent, you would think. So um, let's see how we do. Are you going to any of the games? Um, I'll be back in Australia probably end of January, February, but probably not at this stage. Uh, um, that's a shame. But I think the Test Series will be closer than the... I expect... India could do a number in the T20s. Maybe it's closer in the test matches.
0: Well, it's got There's that Boxing Day test in Melbourne, um, which, I don't know, it's really a great occasion, isn't it? That's, um, have you ever been to that?
1: Um, I haven't been to the MCG in years, but apparently, yeah, it's quite an occasion. Uh, it's a sort of premier test match cricket day in Australia. Yeah, very sober crowd. I Get know. yourself a 4-and-20 pie and a pint of VB.
0: Alright, cool. Okay, so what happened to um, Bangladesh Zimbabwe? Didn't they play another Test match? I'm sure they did, and Bangladesh won it.
1: Yeah, I think it was one one. So Zimbabwe won the first Test, and Bangladesh won the second. Yeah, so it was right. And
0: well, we should we should mention that because we were we were very critical of Bangladesh losing to Zimbabwe in the first uh, Test. I wasn't
1: that critical. You were though. I was very. critical. You crit- were super critical. <laughs>
0: well, I felt they deserved it. I felt they deserved it.
1: Um, but they did they did restore some um, some pride. I think you're incensed yeah. by the captain's words after the game where he said something like, you know, we shouldn't even be, play- even be playing test cricket. Well, maybe that's that was what was required
0: because they did turn it around in the second test and normal service, you would say,
1: resumed. Resumed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. indeed.
0: Normal service will resume on this podcast in a week or two where we'll be back, I guess, to talk through the winner of the Women's World T20. Um, to see what's happening with Australia-India and to see how Sri Lanka respond in their third test.
1: And how Pakistan respond to New Zealand.
0: Yeah. I've already told you how they're going to respond. You could put money on it. All right. (laughs) All right, cool. Thanks so much, Darren, and thanks to everyone for listening.